0: Welcome to Whispering Loudly, the award-winning workshop whisperer podcast, as featured by Apple, with Rachel Evans, the number one automotive business coach in the aftermarket, thanks to Titanium sponsor, Mechanic Desk, and Gold sponsor, Podium. Whispering Loudly is the workshop whisperer podcast with Rachel Evans, and I'm producer Mel. Hello. Today is a JFDI episode. We're super excited to tell you to just do it. (laughs) I've been plugging some of the other episodes we've had recently and I think it's a really good idea to go back and listen to some of them if you haven't for a while. You could listen to a few in a row if you're on a trip somewhere and you finish one and you loved it. What about Are You a Workaholic? I see you out there having all those coffees every day and being tired and overworked. We can fix it for you. Check out Performance Hub, Are You a Workaholic? Also, you might like to listen to racing royalty, Betty Clemenko. She was on the show. And also the uncomfortable thing of firing someone. No one likes to do it. I had a mate do it recently and he had... I think, two nights of no sleep. So we're going to tell you how to fire someone and when to do it. So that's really important. Any of those topics, you can go to your search bar in the podcast app that you listen in, or we really encourage you to go to the Workshop Whisperer website because all of the episodes there in our podcast tab are ad-free, so you can enjoy them ad-free. Coming up next, JFDI with Rachel Evans. JFDI. With the Workshop Whisperer, Rachel Evans, a coaching masterclass for the brave. JFDI, hi, it's Producer Bell with Rachel Evans today, and we're just going to tell you to do it. This is just something you have to do. It's an episode about ripping off the Band-Aid that won't be enjoyable for that second that you do it, but afterwards you are going to reap the rewards. So today's topic is saying no to customers who just want to talk to a mechanic.
1: This is definitely a thing. And especially in our free Facebook group, Your Profitable Auto Repair Shop, occasionally you will see a comment from a shop owner that says it has to be us, the owner, that is there to talk to the customer. The customer wants us. That's why they bring it to you. Therefore, we can't train somebody else to do that. And I'm here to tell you that that is just bollocks. So... We haven't been able to experience the success that we have with our clients by teaching our clients that they are the only one that can do the job. It's just rubbish. Your team members can be trained up in such a way that your customers don't require, first of all, you to come and talk to them to make them feel okay. And there are many times when a customer doesn't actually need to speak with the technician that is fixing their vehicle or has fixed their vehicle. Mm -hmm. It just needs to be that your uh, service team, your service advisor or your service manager need to be upskilled in the way that they are speaking with the customer. right. So So they need
0: to have a little bit of knowledge around it. or know where to go to get it.
1: This is the whole importance of having a dedicated service advisor. So not a receptionist, not an admin person, a service advisor. And we've talked about service advisors until we've been blue in the face here on the podcast. We've done so many episodes on it. And it really proved it's most valuable when you can stop the owner or the technicians from being on the tools and having to down tools and coming to speak to a customer if you've provided your service advisor with the right skills in the first place. So, the service advisor is the advocate for the customer's car. So, they're the go-between between the customer and the technician. Now, if it's something super technical and super complicated, then sure, let's get the technician involved if we absolutely have to. But that should be the minority of times rather than being every single time. So once the service advisor is good at their job and uh, they are acting in that advocate role, they will have built rapport and hopefully trust with the customer. So the customer is going to be okay with liaising with the service advisor and not feeling like they need to speak to the technician. Eventually,
0: when they start in the new role, it'll be new, of course, but over time they'll build that rapport, won't they, that
1: they had
0: with the workshop owner.
1: Correct. And how they build that rapport is a huge part of our service advisor pro training. So you can't miss out on that basics of customer service and rapport building and you can't go without having... Having this dedicated role in your auto repair shop. So, if you think if you're the owner and you're listening to this thinking that, well, you know, I'm, I'm the service advisor and I'm still working on the tools and it seems to be working fine for me, it might be working fine for you, but you're probably working long days and you're not invoicing anywhere near as many labour hours as you could be Mm. because you've got one foot in both camps. It's not efficient. That's right. And you need to work out where you make the most money for the business. It's either going to be on the tools or it's going to be service advising. Uh, It's not doing a little bit of both. So, get really clear on what role is required in, in your business. Is it service advisor because you don't have one or is it another technician so you can become the service advisor? Okay. People a- do that. Yeah, totally. Yeah, and right. uh, eventually if you become the service advisor, then we also want to get to work straight away on growing another service advisor because if the business relies on you to do service advising, you don't get to have any time off when the business yes, is open. Of course. But better to start you as a dedicated service advisor and get that whole system up and running than to not have one at all. So, how do we stop customers wanting to speak to the technicians? Well, we have this dedicated role where we're able to liaise with them in a much more efficient manner. Occasionally, sure, we're still going to need a technical explanation for something, but that should be the exception rather than the rule. Wow. Okay. So, JFDI, you've heard it. I was very interested in
0: the fact that some workshop owners move into that role of service technician. We haven't really heard much about it before but it does make sense that the person you know, running or owning the business, having those personal relationships with clients. Yeah. Really and, and it's just,
1: a, as I said, it's a starter thing. It shouldn't be for the long term. End game. <laughs> yeah. It's, it's You're not, really putting a disclaimer on that, aren't you? <laughs> absolutely. Definitely. Because we go into business to make profit and then have the lifestyle that we've dreamt of. And most people don't want a lifestyle that revolves around them having to go to work. You should have the choice. So, Let's start you out in service advisor so that you actually create that role in your business, but then let's hire somebody to train them up so that you get to have time off when you want.
0: Awesome. Thank you so much. And if you haven't done it yet, go and join Rachel's free Your Profitable Auto Repair Shop Facebook group, and you can talk to other mechanics every day about the dramas that they're having and help them out, and they can help you out with yours. Thanks for listening to the pod. Thanks for listening to Whispering Loudly the award-winning workshop whisperer podcast as featured by apple with rachel evans the number one automotive business coach in the aftermarket thanks to titanium sponsor mechanic desk and
1: gold sponsor podium